To the Sugar and Dread podcast. Mm. First name Sugar. Second name Dread. Cheers. Um, the music you heard uh, coming in was by Gabriel Jones, aka Bumpkin. Um, yeah, it's it begins. We're here. That's right. Happy April. Welcome to welcome to National Poetry Writing Month, also known as. Napo Rimo with the hashtag also Na- known Napo as Globo Napo Rimo. Who says Rimo? I say Rimo. Oh, we, we haven't even got into episode one. You already want to fight me. I'm I'm not fighting. No, I'm because just, this uh, is a cause for beef now. How can you say Napo Rimo? <laughs> do you read a poem or do you write a poem? I understand that. Are you a reader or are on, you a writer? Just on, on the basis of logic. Are you a reader or are you a writer? On the basis of logic. You haven't even answered my question. On, on the, the basis, basis of, of logic. logic what? Yes. <laughs> it might make more sense. It might for, make. <clears throat> for it to be Napo Rimo. Uh, um but, but from I didn't know what it stood for when I first saw it. So well, I just saw the, own, I saw the hashtag. Um so I took it as Napo Rimo because that's how I read the hashtag. So wait wait, so you read it as Rimo <laughs> but when you found out what it meant, you're not saying Rimo. Is that what you're saying? Because you just said Napo Rimo. Isn't that what you just said? I said Napo Rimo. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, and but you said I, it's Rimo. And you said when you first saw it, you didn't know what it stood for. So you initially read it as Napo Rimo, which is the one that makes sense. Napo Rimo? But you just said Rimo. Did I? Listeners, if, if, he, if he doesn't edit this out, if he doesn't edit this out <laughs> in the podcast, just rewind back about maybe 40 seconds or so, because I don't know how long we've been bickering on this. And then just, you just tweet at, at, at sugar underscore dread. Yeah. Or you can leave a comment on our blogs, on our blog site, sugar, sugar and dread dot wordpress.com. Just say whether you heard Rimo or Remo from his own mouth. Yeah. According to the story that he just said, and then you will know because yeah, you can't really you can't really come and lie now when we have when we have I'm just at least three witnesses listening. I'm just I'm just confused. Sorry? You say at least three witnesses. No. We might be the only people listening no, no. to our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um this is this is our podcast. Um mm-hmm. what we're gonna do today. Um yeah, we're we're gonna do some writing stuff. We're gonna read some poems, we're mm-hmm. gonna share some poems. But yeah, as you said earlier, um, mm. tweet us, email us, um, holler at us, mm-hmm. um, follow us at sugar underscore dread mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, yeah, don't don't follow us in person. That's weird. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit mad. Stuff. That's, yeah, that's that's too much. I'll, I don't want to get a restraining order against anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's no, that's no, too no, much no, stress no, for no. anybody's life. Yeah, who's no, that's that's yeah. mad. Um, mm-hmm. Your top five. My top five. My top five. Cool. I don't know so, if this. I don't know if this is meant to have like bells. Uh, I don't know. If that's, that's that's your section. 
Okay. Oh, that's that's what. Okay. I now need to remember that jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll I'll cut it in the audio and like we'll transfer okay, it. Okay, we'll just use it. it. It's a lie. I'm not doing that. Wow. Um, that's fine. Your top five. My top five. That's your jingle. That is my jingle. Okay, the top five. My top five. My top five. So I wasn't sure, kind of like what to do for the top five. Do you want to let the people know what we're doing? They know what we're doing now. That we're I, doing I just the top said, five. I just said top five. They don't yeah. know what that means. What's a That's top five? Oh, a top five. So, uh, speak to is, the people. Yeah, this is inspired by the Pop Culture Coffee Hour podcast, um, where uh, in the midst of their discussions, they select a top five of um, a something related to that. That was Jeremiah taking off his cap. I'm just going to pause. Cool. When the shuffling is done, he can edit this bit out. You're talking a lot about me editing stuff. This is going to be a rough wow. and ready and raw. Rough? Raw. Of the streets okay. podcast. Okay, good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you said of the streets because <laughs> when, 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 let, let, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's. Your top five, don't be distracted by me. The, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm meant to be the yeah. other half of so, this podcast. Just, just try not to be distracted. Okay. Uh, for for the benefit of those who do not who cannot see what's happening in the room, I'm now looking at the corner so that I'm not distracted by this by this by this man's misbe- misdemeanor. Um, so top five inspired by the Pop Culture Coffee Hour podcast, uh, wherein a top five of a something related to whatever they are discussing on the episode is selected, and they alternate between them as to what they think their top five is, or they agree on a top five. Anyway, they have a top five section related to the theme of the podcast. This is the introduction. So my top five will be top five opening theme title sequences from either an anime or a TV show or a film. (laughs) You're kind of... Okay. Um, art is art in it like everything's I, relevant no 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 that's that's fantastic yeah. I just if I had known it was going to be so niche I would have you know asked for, for what this was going to be earlier cool so um, I don't really watch anime um, so I don't I don't have a, a top five use any show any film <clears throat> film mm, intro ca- sequence yeah intro sequence uh, your fit cartoon cartoon TV intro, show. isn't intro sequence so like the um yeah what's Philadelphia won't it? like is that what yeah you mean? yeah yeah okay um stop with number five in it because it's ascending order okay so yeah. at, at number five mm-hmm. uh we've got cool so yeah cool at number five we've got neighbors. Okay. Um, and okay, so never really watched Neighbors, um, but obviously you're at grandma's house. Um, oh yeah. You are, you know, any any like yeah. We don't watch it in my yard, but um, yeah. That's when good neighbors become good friends. Yeah. They did like they've remixed it and like jazzed it up and all of that kind of nonsense as I've gotten older and like stumbled across it. Um so I'm talking about like, you know, neighbors from like ten years ago. So okay. so neighbors 
how's it go what circa 2008 okay um, you're, so you're or, looking at neighbors that late Huh? Not looking at neighbors, sorry. I meant watching neighbors, neighbors that, as in neighbors I mean, the TV as, show. As not your, your own neighbors. as I'm growing up, this was this was on my nana's TV, so okay. I have that relationship. So there's neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, at number four, mm-hmm. we've got EastEnders, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Needs needs no explanation. Exactly. Um, iconic, iconic British intro song. Yeah. Um, number three, number mm-hmm. three is, um, geez, some mad bass. Number three yeah. is <laughs> Pokemon. Oh. Uh, gotta catch them all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's number three, definitely. Uh, number two. Number two. Number two. Dragon, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, number two is Dragon Ball Z. Um, number one. Number one, it has to be Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, levels. Levels, levels. Yeah. So we've got five neighbors, four EastEnders, three mm. Pokemon, two Dragon Ball Z, number one, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, man. That's cool. See, you're getting a taste of us as individuals and as people because we're more than the poetry, isn't it? Like we're more than we're more we're more than the bars. Um and let me just come into my top five. Number five. Oh my gosh. I think number five has to be the Doctor Who theme song. Oh, all versions. Yeah, fam. Yeah. Because it's always lit. I mean, well, it's not always lit. There's levels of... But the original... No, but the, th- the thing is that... Have, have you heard the original 1963 version? This, the one that goes... No, no, there's no. there's one... Okay, so there's one that was released on the pilot that opens with a crack of thunder. So it goes... It's just... It's musical genius. Revolutionary piece of like electronic music. I don't think electronic music would exist without the Doctor Who theme like revolutionary things gotta love it number four number four number four you know what? I'm gonna switch up the order innit let's make Doctor Who number four and let's make number five um the first Death Note theme song um the one that opens with dun it dun it you can check these out yourself in it we're doing very very because i mean (laughs) so if not for copyright i would have just had like i would have just asked jeremiah to put like a sample of the thing but like of each of these theme songs i love the way that you're just like here like yeah you're editing this i'm gonna provide you with just work of course work and work (laughs) Um, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's really, it's, 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 yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But continue. Death Note is five. <laughs> Death um, Note is five. Doctor yeah. Who, the Doctor creation of electronic four. music of is course. four. Incredible, incredible. Raw, number three, number three. I hadn't even thought of number three, you know. Oh, I think... You're so wild, bruv. <laughs> You're so wild. For the benefit of, of our of our listeners, Jeremiah looked down at my feet and the <laughs> fact that I was slowly peeling my right sock off because Yeah. I'm not I'm not even gonna describe 
what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad. It's really not that bro, bad. Bro, what? what are you bro. talking about? Look, look, don't watch that. 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 You're top five. <laughs> <laughs> this was meant to be like a short this introductory was segment. Oh my gosh. Um, you've, you've really got your work cut out for you, not going to lie. Just hurry up. Number three. What's number three? What's number three? What's number three? Um, number three, I might have to put... I'm just having to remix my entire order now. Oh, my gosh. Right, number three, number three, number three is going to be um, the opening to uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, a video game. Um, yeah, this was a video game from like back in, what, 2004? Incredible storyline. Um, I believe yeah. you, number two. You believe? Okay, that's cool. Okay. Number two. Star Wars has... Number two is like the actual Star Wars theme in it because, like, as in from the Star Wars films, because that intro is iconic. Silence. And then, bam! Blast everybody's eardrums with the opening. I get chills every time. Um, and number number one... Number one is the hardest spot. I think um, this is almost certainly going to change, but it might have to be... No, 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 that's not number one. Number one is um, the Legend of Zelda theme song from the original game. It's on my... Um, it's my phone ringtone, actually. I could play it now, but again, it's I okay. don't... It's okay, it's right. No, I, it's I mean, right. I'm not going to play it so now. Do, do you want to count down from five... Five yes, to one. Yes. Five to one. <laughs> five to one. Uh number five, definite theme song. Number four sorry, the first definite theme song, the second one is trash. Fight me. Um number four is the Doctor Who theme. Number three is what was number three again? Knights of the Knights of the Old Republic, uh number one. Um number two is original Star Wars and number one is original Legend of Zelda from 1983. Fantastic. Um, So there you you have it. Mm -hmm. Our top five section, um, our introductory section, our small section, (laughs) our, our, you know, really small section. I I feel Um, like you're trying to to say something. So you can, you can, you know, get to know us uh, intimately, deeply. Um, Those are our top five introductory theme tunes. Yeah. Um, Cool. So it's Napo Rimo, mm-hmm. it's it's poems, it's all of that good stuff. Um Yeah man, like how how was I guess so for for your benefit, um the day that we're recording is Tuesday, um which third. is Tuesday the third of April. Mm-hmm. Um so I've done my day three already. Um, you're still in the process of making your day three. Yeah. So we haven't actually... So this will come out on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've literally just done two, three days of NaPoRimo. Um I said it the correct way. Stop giving me that look as if to say I told you so. Um, <laughs> so... I mean, I wasn't looking at you any kind of way. In no, it, so um, it's your own claiming that I'm projecting. Fine. Of course calm. you are. Cool, cool, cool. Um, it's a beautiful projection. I'm loving the picture. <laughs> you idiot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we've only done like two, three, two, three days. Um, but how, 
yeah how have you find like coming back because we've done this before like you've yeah. done you did Naparimo last year um, did you do it the year before no I didn't last year was my first year okay so last year was your first year so how have you found it kind of doing it again Bruh. this year um, this year I've, it's, it's been flipping hard <laughs> it's been it's yeah I mean, I entered it with more chill, with less pressure and with less, oh, this is a big thing I'm embarking on. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in terms of generating the stuff, maybe I'm maybe I'm a bit too chill about my approach to generation. Um, because, oh my gosh, last year, right? Last year was stress. I, got, I, was, I, I was exhausted by day three. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this, this year has been different. Um, I've kind of accepted that things happen and yeah, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish, I guess. And it's about, yeah, that's the lesson I'm trying to learn. Hopefully mm-hmm. by the time this episode drops and you're or and, or you are listening, um, I'll still be saying the same thing, but yeah, it's not been easy. Um, but I'm a lot more relaxed about it. Mm. Cool. Um, how are you doing with them? Um, I uh, I think I found it. Yeah, it's it's been. I think I've just been writing a lot recently, anyways. Um, so I think the times that I've gone into Napo before, like the last two years that I've done it, um, I haven't been writing as much as I'm writing at the moment. Um, so like I've just come off of BYP. Um, and just writing in general. Shout out Jacob Samler Rose, <laughs> Rachel Long, <laughs> Rachel. Sorry, not Rachel. Uh, Lauren Monaghan Pisano. I didn't forget your <laughs> name in it, man. Just man, man. Just I was thinking about Rachel. In 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 a professional, respectful fashion, because Rachel, because I was, I, I had a picture of each person in my uh-huh. mind in it. So when I said Jacob, boom, uh-huh. I saw Jacob's picture in my uh-huh. head. When I said Rachel, boom, I had Rachel's picture in my head. But before it transitioned, look, it didn't stay there for long Before, look, why you like this? Huh? Why you like Rachel this? Rachel's a beautiful human being. She, she's a beautiful she's human being. Her work is incredible. Poetry Check crush out her from stuff. day. Look, like, po- poetry crushes are, my list of poetry crushes self is a bit mad. Is it mad? I'm going to start from, I'm going to start the section again. We'll have to do that again. one episode. Yeah. Can we do that? Is that? I don't know. I mean, we need to. I feel like we need to define define poetry. You know what I mean? So, um, are we going to do that now or later? No, we're not going to do that now. We're going to leave that. Yeah. Um, Um, Big up Lauren Brown as well. Yes. um, As you go through that for. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, like I've been doing, I've done Barbican this year. Uh, I did it last year as well, but I just feel like I've come off of Barbican writing more. Mm. Um, also writing for my show as well um, so just generally like writing more playing with other sorry bros can I just interject what show is this that you speak of uh, <laughs> Little Run With Grandma at the Roundhouse on the 21st of June on the 21st um, of June at the Roundhouse how do you spell Little Rum um, L-I-K-K-L-E okay are you uh, what social media are you on does it have its own separate um, it will do very okay. shortly very shortly um, okay. it's coming um, but yeah just writing all of that stuff dabbling and other forms of like writing as well so I think for me coming into Napo this year I've just been surprised by like how I don't know how spent I can feel like I can go to write poems and I'm like I can't even generate free write material like what's 
um going on so like, i feel like this is the closest that i'm getting to like writer's block um not because i don't have things to say but i think um i i don't know i feel like it can feel a little bit difficult and it can feel like i'm i'm not being as creative as i'd maybe like to be so that's been like the struggle that i found mm-hmm. at the moment but i also feel like that's getting into it as well um and we'll see we'll see how it goes hmm. yeah where where have you written where yeah where you're asking me personally yeah, yeah, yeah are you talking about for for the first two days of napa where have you written like where have you written this week at home okay um so at home at home because um easter holidays um yeah locked out locked into the school holiday system um yeah hashtag save gabriel 2018 it's fine it's fine redemption's coming for us all it's all good <laughs> you said zion's coming <laughs> where's nia bruv Don't oh, um yeah i've been writing at home um try, done mostly my notebook is where kind of like the initial drafts and attempts to generate material has come um interestingly actually day one i used um an app on my laptop called cold turkey writer um it basically kind of like locks off your whole computer for a time like a specific time that you put in there um and you can't do anything except type okay um so that's how i ended up with my with the with the raw material i edited down for day one Mm. um uh day two i used my notebook um and obviously that was stress well not obviously um because you weren't there at the time that was stress um tried to draft a little bit on the bus uh, while i was out after church it just wasn't it just wasn't happening um so yeah i ended up uh i went into the group chat with jeremiah and laurie and we were talking and then i parodied myself and said this is the poem i don't want to write and laurie was like actually like that's actually pretty cool and then she showed gabriel jones and gabriel jones said he liked it and i was like look don't don't do this and they were like upload it so i uploaded it and that was my day too <laughs> yeah so that's that was more questions than you actually asked me <laughs> but look it means i can stay quiet and just listen to everything you have to say now on that same question um where where have i written mm-hmm. uh i so i i will start cool wow that's a lot closer hey how are you guys doing um so i usually write in my notebook um to start off with and so i've done that for every poem this week um so yeah so i, I write in my notebook big up midgy um sponsor me um yeah and then so like the first day i think i was at home second day i think i was at home as well um and then today i was on the tube so i wrote today's poem on the tube and national rail um yeah on the way home and then on the way here um so yeah so those are like yeah so i've written traveling um 
but it's always in my notebook. I feel like I write in my notebook, then I'll like type it up. Um, so like I was typing up my poem from yesterday in like a coffee shop. Okay. Um, on like then, a laptop or your phone? It was on my, I had taken out my keyboard to use my tablet, but okay. my keyboard's broken. Um, so I need to buy a new one. Um, donate, donate. Like, so I'll type it up onto Google Docs. Cause I find like that's a, a cool editing process. Like when mm. you write it, like you write it out and then as you're typing it up, you're editing it. Definitely. So I enjoyed that bit, but it's also interesting cause now I find it hard to just write straight onto my phone or onto a laptop because I feel like I should be editing. And so like, it's a difficult yeah. process. So I enjoy the freedom of just writing on paper and having no editor. Um, and then moving into the next phase is like an editing process and then cleaning stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoy, I enjoy doing that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to ask you about like themes. I know it's only day three, but have you noticed any common threads um, got so far? Or, or, are you anticipating anything that could, that you think might follow you through the rest of the month? Yeah. So I haven't, I think I've used prompts. Um, so the first day was, I feel like, yeah, day one, I used a prompt, um, but it was quite a free prompt. And so I ended up writing about death. Um, standard, uh, well, it wasn't strictly about death, but I used a lot of death imagery mm-hmm. um, and like bones and stuff, which I feel like is something that I can lean into um, as a curiosity. Um, and that's something I anticipate. I anticipate talking about death um, and love and relationship. Um, but I haven't, for the following two days, those two things haven't come up, which is nice, which I think in mm-hmm. part is because I've been like, okay, cool, if we're going to give people these prompts, like, let's try and use them. Um, yeah. To Yeah, so it helps me know that the prompts that we're given are, like, good. If I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I do want to go and write this prompt, which I felt like I wanted to do for a few of them. So two of the three that have been out. Um, so, yeah, but, like, yeah, I don't feel like I've got any themes at the moment, but I do anticipate, like, themes coming up but it might be a it might be a surprise mm. uh, what about yourself right um you know when you're not expecting the question to come back <laughs> <laughs> you really were like oh oh yeah i'm yeah. here too okay cool <laughs> yeah yeah you're here in, you're here as well mode, it? like yeah um psh, yeah uh of the two i have written uh there have not been there has not been a common thread between them other than I think a greater awareness of um, patterns I slipped into. So this is actually thanks to BYP as well, um, because I realized that in terms of my writing process, um, my poems usually come out of like a state of confusion or trying to work something out or trying to, trying to form a question to ask or trying to ask a question. Um, But, for some reason, the past few days has been surprisingly tranquil for me. Apart from mm. apart from this flu that's taken possession of my sinuses and my abdomen. Um, <laughs> 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 
don't, let's, we're not going to elaborate can, on that. We're I not going to elaborate on that. Yeah. Anyone it's, who knows me knows. It's peak. My bowels don't respect me. Wow. I mean, you kind of went specific. I mean, abdomen is all of the. Well, they not really the thorax. Yeah, but sometimes you, you shouldn't speak with the whole mouth in it. You know what I mean? So It's too late now. <laughs> apart from apart from physical um, illness, we're, we're both in the same toilet bowl. It's cool, bro. Why are you like this? Why? How are you gonna say this? No, wow. Why are you so flustered? <laughs> what kind of statement is that? It's real. <laughs> Continue. Okay. This is what camaraderie looks like. I remember. Imagine. Don't be distracted by me. Wow. Okay, for the benefit of our listeners, I'm now looking over <laughs> yeah. to the corner again. <laughs> um, where was I? Yeah. So it's been, yeah, surprisingly... Tr- 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 <laughs> surprisingly peaceful. Surprisingly tranquil, I think. Um, which, like, is a bit of a problem. Because it's like, wait, I've got I've got no confusion to write about. Hmm. Um so part so I don't know. I wasn't sure if I was forcing confusion, mm. um, which which was this this feeling I got last year from some of my things. Um, so I don't know, and I guess my day two was um, an awareness. It's, I mean, yeah, it was within like the context of a of a group chat, but I mean, it was it was an awareness of patterns that I'd realized I'd fallen into. And in doing that, I felt like, at least I hope I knew I was writing those things out of my system. And yeah, there's no, I'm not like knocking uh, what, I'm not knocking what my day two was or even sort of the layout or the format that um, my day two represents. But I mean, I, I just, I feel like I want to push myself more yeah. as a writer. Um, and I just want to like let that, side of me just relax and just chill for a bit mm. um now that i've mocked it um in a way it should it's probably like okay i get the hint let me just let me just sit down here and relax i'll give you space um but yeah and there are lots of things i do want to write about though so um again barbican young poets I've, we've i've they have probably mentioned it with this is like the what the how many have mentioned so far yeah they're gonna I don't know. It's yeah gonna, it's, it's cool um, Bar- the Barbican Young Poets Program, what um, Rachel and Jacob uh, did, at least got us doing uh, in this time round, was interrogating where our, where our, our, where our, what Jacob and Rachel did was get us to interrogate where our obsessions are. Um, I think, and this is also partly part of it is credit to R.A. Villanueva as well. Ron, if you're listening, like you're you're a G. Um, because he he was a guest facilitator on one of the workshops. <coughs> he was a guest facilitator on uh, one of the workshops, and his his thing was uh, new chords and haunting. So he gave us like a pack um, full of quotes about um, follow your obsessions, and you know if there's a question that's asked that keeps asking itself. I'm just paraphrasing a great many of these um, things in this booklet now. But if there's a question that in you that keeps ask that keeps asking itself, don't feel the need to answer it. Poems aren't about finding the answers, etc., etc. Um So it got me thinking a lot about, um, you know, where I'm writing from. Um, and I'm writing a lot about death, uh, writing a lot about, like, faith at the moment. Um, who is it? Omar, 
Omar said um, after the Barbican Young Poets Showcase, he said he said something along the lines of, "All your, I've noticed in all, in all your poems or in most of your poems, you seem to be in conversation with God." And I was like, "Raw, um, this is true," um, because I don't know, maybe it's reflective of where I am. Um, and then also talking about relationships and love because <laughs> 20-something-year-old um, young single male writing about... Um, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I, 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 saw, <laughs> I saw you leaning into that microphone. This isn't... Wow. This you, isn't... <laughs> I, you've come to put your mouth, your hand down in my throat and stuff the words back. All I was going to say is that wow. uh, Gabriel Akamo is wow. a... Uh, what what did you say? A For young twenty something single sake. man. We're doing this. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. How how tall are you? You can find that on my Twitter still. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I feel like this is a good segue um, into uh, your poem for this week oh um, wild cool so yeah so one thing that we're going to do is uh, each week we're going to select our favourite um, poem of the others that they've written on Napo um, so I've only got two to choose from from Gabriel um, but I really liked his first his first poem anyways uh, so what we're going to do is and this is picked up from uh, Unfinished Edits by Anacon um, mm. where they have uh, and it's something that I've done like when we've when we've gotten together and edited poems and stuff is that hearing the poem in the voice of someone who didn't write it and then hearing it hearing it in the voice of the writer uh is something that's really interesting uh so I will first read Gabriel's poem um and then he will come and read it himself day one twenty four thank God for life. You don't know what it means to celebrate a birthday anymore. Opening gifts with a straight face. You've forgotten how to respond to presents. Tried with yourself and got bored. Another neighbour has cancer. A father is going for biopsies. A 10am sky is liver spotted. So pale its veins are showing. Congested. Losing its hair. You want to be something elsewhere. A few weeks back, snow fell when it shouldn't have. Today, another overcast spring. Your bedroom ceiling, speckled and stained from old leaks in the roof, give a sardonic, me again, sorry, yeah. Your whole bed is lukewarm. Your eyes open, kissing their teeth. That's a very... Wow, that's a very mad experience, hearing someone else. Yeah, do you want to read it yourself? Ooh. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, again, this is day one. 24, thank God for life. You don't know what it means to celebrate a birthday anymore. Opening gifts with a straight face. You've forgotten how to respond to presents. Tried with yourself and got bored. Another neighbour has cancer. A father is going for biopsies. A 10am sky is liver spotted. So pale its veins are showing. 
congested, losing its hair. You want to be something elsewhere. A few weeks back, snow fell when it shouldn't have. Today, another overcast spring. Your bedroom ceiling, speckled and stained from old leaks in the roof, gives a sardonic, me again, sorry yeah. Your whole bed is lukewarm, your eyes open, kissing their teeth. Yeah, do you feel, like, I don't know, I feel like there's like a different energy um, in the room. Um, yeah, I really, I, I mean, we're like, in terms of in editing it, um, talking about this poem, um, but I really enjoyed it because I think, um, yeah, your mind is very, like, you can go to a million different places and you're very, like, intelligent individual. Um, Thank you for And that. you can be very, you can, you can handle a lot of things in your mind at the same time and deal with the complexities and make links. And um, I think one thing that I really enjoyed about this poem is how you kind of you start really simple um and you know you're it's you know it's a premise like of you don't know what it means to celebrate a birthday anymore um and you're just talking about responding to presents and um you know then you you kind of move into a different space so like you start really simple and then you move and just a 10 a.m. sky is liver spotted, so pale its veins are showing. It's just like, like, who, who do you think you are? Like, what, what do you mean? Um, and just that kind of, yeah. I think just the, I, I don't know, because I guess you're talking about presence, and so there's that nonchalance, um, at the beginning, in the first stanza, and then mm -hmm. you get to another neighbor has cancer, which is like a really heavy thing but like because of the nonchalance before like it, it it's that mood and then like when you talk about the sky and the way the imagery links back together um it's just a lot um so i think it's that kind of that simplicity then feeds into like the amazing imagery that sort of follows later um and then you want to be something elsewhere is probably my favorite line um in the poem um yeah i just i really enjoy what that does in regards to like you and the information that we've received before um and then snow babylon's a prick um <laughs> but yeah just that kind of yeah i don't know i think i really enjoyed and then the last line is also really beautiful that it kind of ends and finishes on that like you're opening your eyes but you're vexed like your eyes open kissing their teeth it's just <laughs> it says so much um and i think it yeah i really enjoy the way that there's a kind of a simplicity and a relatability to this kind of mood i feel like there's a mood to this poem and then also they're like the sarcasm is that the right word of the title as well thank god for life so like we're talking like oh yeah thank god for life um when when i hear thank god for life i think of um, Audrey Legba. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like when I hear that word, so it's like, you know, thank God for life. And then you're reading this poem, and it's like, oh, I can't even celebrate birthdays no more. And like my <laughs> eyes open, kissing their teeth. And so like that juxtaposition, um, is really cool, which exists throughout the whole poem because it is that like you know, you're just meant to celebrate a birthday. We kind of assume it, and then you come with this idea of like I don't even know what it means 
um, which is just very different and new. So I really enjoyed, yeah, I really enjoyed that in regards to, to the poem. Um, is there anything that I said that you were like, oh, I wasn't meaning to do that or, oh, like, I'm really glad that that came across because I was trying really hard to do it. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, no, that, yeah, no, your comments mean a lot still. Like, yeah, they're <clears throat> it's very, very key. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I thought, I feel like you definitely hit what I was trying to get at, um, in terms of like, yeah, what does, what does it, yeah, what does it, what does it mean to celebrate a birthday anymore? Mm. Um, because a birthday, not not that a birthday is just another day, but sort of, I don't know. I guess what I what what um what you touched on, I think, was what I was trying to do at the time in terms of like putting putting like a birthday into perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, okay, you are are a year older, but what's about everything happening around you? Mm-hmm. Um, you wait, you're a year older, but the sit, but you're you're still living the same life in the same situation, in the same body that you were in the day before, you will still wake up in that same body the day after. Um, that's not to say that there is like no gratitude in that, but like the the whole thank God for life, it's sort of like, yeah, cause it is, it is that like, yeah, it's sarcastic and it's like, yeah, I appreciate it, but like life though, um, yeah. Um, yeah, what else? Yeah, I, f- I feel I feel like you I feel like you touched on it. I didn't realize um, how much the image, how much like the imagery was doing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful to that actually, and it's it's very very positive and it's it's really validating actually um, that these things are effective. Because um yeah, I tend to overthink a lot, and um, second. <laughs> He's laughing because <laughs> if you, people who know me <laughs> know uh, that, um, yeah, that was an understatement. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you know it was an understatement. <laughs> it was a gross understatement. But you know, there's only so much time on the podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Uh, oh, holler, at, holler at me, and I've got stories. It's a bit mad. Um, yeah. So I tend to I tend to overthink and second guess um, a lot. And the great thing about Napo is you don't really have time for that. You just yeah. kind of had to do it. Um, so I'm glad that kind of on on day one, I was not necessarily free of that, but I found I was able to trust myself and also trusting myself to trust the people around me to um, give constructive feedback and yeah, this poem was much longer and much chunkier. And like between, between it was, it was three of us, wasn't it? Yeah. Between the three of us, like this poem was cut down. Um, That's like a really interesting point. I feel like in terms of writing poetry is sometimes you go into something with your poem and like you're writing stuff. um, And it, it, trusting the weight of what you've said is enough um mm. and i think that's that's like really 
yeah because I think sometimes you can you can give someone and they're like oh you don't need the rest of this you're saying it in that one line and you're mm. like you've written like a whole two stanzas to yeah. say this thing in the one line and someone's <laughs> read it and they've been like no I get it like I've like you say it really clearly there mm-hmm. um, and finding that balance with like okay is this just because they get it or is it like cool I'm really trying to push too much for something that I'm really saying um, and like trusting the reader I, can't, I feel like it was Josh that tweeted it uh, Joshua Judson mm-hmm. or something like oh I can't remember where I saw it on Twitter but it was like I think he was quoting someone else um, but like trust um, basically trust that your reader that your audience aren't idiots as well mm-hmm. and I think sometimes it's like you can be writing a poem and you can be like oh maybe because you know yourself you're like oh maybe I'll get it and I get it but like will anyone else and so you can overcompensate for that um and then obviously there's like the complete flip side where you like super obscure not you but like where you yeah, can yeah. be super obscure and then be like oh no one no one gets my work yeah. oh <laughs> this is awkward um that balance is really interesting and like when and where you begin to consider the reader and like at which point you start to edit considering like other voices and other eyes I guess outside of your own mm-hmm. um, absolutely yeah yeah um yeah also there's there's even another flip side to that where um you overwrite um not because you think your audience won't get it but because you don't trust yourself enough to think oh wait maybe I'm not clear I feel like I'm being too obscure not so much that you're assuming the audience won't understand it but you're questioning your own ability to communicate yourself yeah um, and yeah, sometimes, I mean, I feel like every time I've gone back to a poem that's been edited or I've gone back to like an earlier draft of a poem, um, that I've learned that like actually the people around me who, or the people giving feedback or the people who read it, they were right, um, about obscurity or clarity or overwriting or underwriting or that sort of thing. So yeah, um, there's, there's, I think there's, there's a longer conversation to be had about kind mm-hmm. of like how, how to take other people's feedback and what it means to take other people's feedback. Yeah. And like I think it's, it's a lot of it is trust, but it's also like I'm giving you feedback. Like, it's not, it's not commands. So like if I mm-hmm. read it and I'm like, cool, I, I like there was a, was it a that or something? A you in your poem yesterday, and I was like, yeah. bro, why? like why do you have this you I don't understand like yeah. what it's, it's there for um, and so like I'm like just get rid of it but even in terms of even in me saying like get rid of it it's not a you must get rid of this you, it's a sort of mm. I'm asking the question of it like is it really necessary is it there and then it's for you to take that and I think that's really important in editing um, and you know like was thinking of Jacob um Mm. earlier today and just like when he gives feedback generally he doesn't tell you to do anything like of the times that i've received feedback from him he'll be like what are you trying to do here like why is this word here why are you using italics and when when that interrogation comes and you then have to answer that question um that's when a lot of the time I feel like editing a lot of editing is just people asking good questions of your poem it's true um, and then because they've asked those questions of your poem you're like rah I mean it 
it just uh, kind of just put it there just because of it and now like <laughs> now it's being interrogated you're like okay cool like why is this here cool yeah you're right i don't feel like this is necessary um and i think that's that's a big part of of editing is, is having questions asked of your work but pointed questions i'm challenging something you can defend or parry do you know what i mean so like yeah. if you feel like mm, okay i get it but no like and i think there's times as well where you're like hearing stuff and you're like i get what you're saying no i'm not changing it do you mm. know what i mean um, yeah. and so i think it's all about making your work resilient because if something's not asked questions of then mm-hmm. how do you know it stands up anyways it's true it's very very true yeah there's almost i mean like um, yeah I'm, I'm not sure too how um far i'm going with this now so there's almost something like socratic about it in terms of like <clears throat> Uh, Socratic as in like Socrates um, the Greek philosopher um, what so in the in like Plato's writing whatever like Socrates is like about um, but the main thing that Socrates does he doesn't do anything well he does in the later dialogues he does he starts dictating all that business but in like the early and like the middle stuff all he does is ask you questions mm. and like the question so like someone will come and say like um, well, everybody knows. Everybody knows what good is, right? Good is whoever is whatever the person in power decides is good. And then Socrates will just ask like one question, and then they'll come back with a rebuff. And the questions will just keep going until eventually, like you've either like arrived at the truth or everybody's everybody stumped. Um, so yeah, there's like there's a lot for there's a lot to be said about kind of like the power of questioning, mm-hmm. um, the power of. Um, yeah, and also just like being relaxed enough to not um, feel the need to give an answer. A lot of the time, especially in editing sessions with Jacob or feedback sessions with Jacob, rather, he'll ask a question and I wouldn't be able to answer the question at the mm-hmm. time. He'll be like, why is that here? And because, I don't know, like the way I, I'm the sort of person where like I need time away from a thing or I need like, or I need to not be thinking about a thing and then mm-hmm. go back to it. So when kind of like when a question is asked i can't answer it at the time and it seems as though it can't be justified a lot of the time a lot of the time the thing that's being asked of isn't can't be justified which is why i can't answer it but trust your i guess like what i'm saying is from my experiences it's important to be able to trust yourself that you don't need to have all the answers at any one time mm-hmm. um a lot of the time kind of like going back into something and um revisiting can the questions will answer themselves as to like whether something's necessary or not. I guess the important thing is to, in the editing process, remember what questions were being asked of it in the first place. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how like clear or how esoteric that was, but like, yeah, does that, did that make... Spell esoteric, right? <laughs> esoteric. E-S... Oh, hold on. E-S-O-T-E-R-I-C. Esoteric. Um like yeah secret arcane things in it like that's what it means hidden business ah cool safe, yeah safe. So- <laughs> no idea what that word meant um, so I wanted you to spell it so I could recognize it when I see it on paper um, and I understand what it means um, cool 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 mm-hmm. um, you did Me. you pick one of my poems yes I did sir yes I did Bam. I think because yeah yeah so it's not the first one because um i have reasons i'm stuck between your day three and your day two 
but I think I'm gonna go with your day two because it oh. is yeah, it's quite different to the stuff I've been hearing and reading of yours um these days. And it is quite light. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's light. It's hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. I was yeah, let me let me read it. I haven't actually anyway, we thank God for editing in it, so if I, if I stumble like Again, just here <laughs> presuming to give me. I'm trying to get this out for, for bruv. You're moving mad, um, but yeah, no, go off, cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, day two, traveling without headphones. The train from Waterloo to Clapham Junction is leaving from platform one. It departs in three minutes. You don't need to run. The meet-up time was unreasonable to start with anyway. The train is not packed, but there's nowhere for you to sit by yourself. Two blonde white women sit across from each other by a window. One is eating a burger from Burger King, a chicken royale. You sit next to the other one. She should have got an Angus burger. You're a fat fat for knowing. You've just eaten, but now you want Burger King. You're rubbing your stomach. It is the shape of ought, as in, I ought to go back to the gym. Burger King girl, BK, Brooke. Brooke is upset with her friend. You stare at your phone like it has its own gravitational pull. You will not risk eye contact. They'll take that as an invitation. What do you think? Or, I'm so sorry about this. Or, tell her she's being ridiculous. Not today, Satan. Refreshing Twitter doesn't stop them from arguing, though. The girl next to you has given her phone to Brooke. The girl next to you, to your right, writes, uh, Rebecca. Rebecca has a boyfriend. Brooke is talking to Rebecca's boyfriend. You look up. Damn it. Rebecca touches your leg. This is so embarrassing. She's tipsy. They're both tipsy. You forgive the leg touch. Laugh. Eyes gravitating back to phone screen. You know how the story ends for everyone. Brooke won't listen. Brooke will let him all the way back in. Brooke will get hurt. Brooke will cry in Rebecca's mum's couch again. Rebecca will catch every tear. Rebecca will swallow every I told you so. Rebecca will get hurt too. You will say goodbye and get off. You will regret not having headphones. You will think of Brooke and Rebecca. You will see a Burger King sign. Ask yourself whether their hurt has started. Uh, this is my day two, travelling without headphones. The train from Waterloo to Clapham Junction is leaving from Platform 1. It departs in three minutes. You don't need to run. The meet-up time was unreasonable to start with anyway. The train is not packed, but there's nowhere for you to sit by yourself. Two blonde white women sit across from each other by a window. One is eating a burger from Burger King, a chicken royale. You sit next to the other one. She should have got an Angus burger. You're a fat fat for knowing. You've just eaten, but now you want Burger King. You're rubbing your stomach. It is the shape of oughts, as in, I ought to go back to the gym. Burger King girl. BK. Brooke. Brooke is upset with her friend. You stare at your phone like it has its own gravitational pull. You will not risk eye contact. They'll take that as an invitation. What do you think? Or, I'm so sorry about this. Or, tell her she's being ridiculous. 
not today, Satan. Refreshing Twitter doesn't stop them from arguing, though. The girl next to you has given her phone to Brooke. The girl next to you, to your right, right, R. Rebecca. Rebecca has a boyfriend. Brooke is talking to Rebecca's boyfriend. You look up, damn it. Rebecca touches your leg. This is so embarrassing. She's tipsy. They're both tipsy. You forgive the leg touch, eyes gravitating back to phone screen. You know how this story ends for everyone. Brooke won't listen. Brooke will let him all the way back in. Brooke will get hurt. Brooke will cry in Rebecca's mum's couch again. Rebecca will catch every tear. Rebecca will swallow every I told you so. Rebecca will get hurt too. You will say goodbye and get off. You will regret not having headphones. You will think of Brooke and Rebecca. You will see a Burger King sign. Ask yourself whether their hurt has started. You see you this guy here. You're... <laughs> I selected this poem because of its lightness and it's only it's only reading it aloud um this time uh and hearing him read aloud that I realized how like light this poem is not <laughs> because so what I really like about this one right is um it's not so much a departure but it's almost a rest from kind of like the very kind of like him, image heavy I'm going to rephrase that actually. Um not because it's the not not because like I'm going to rephrase it. So what what I am saying is uh it's not so much a break but it's different to like so you normally the stuff that you write is very very image heavy. Um especially kind of like your recent stuff. Um very kind of like visceral visceral images to do with like the body or to do with like nature and just like the way the way you like the way you can like make an entire universe of like a nostril is incredible <laughs> um but with this one uh you've literally just you've literally just um stripped it down to basically this is what happened this is the this is so and so um i feel like you've also subverted um a thing that black twitter likes to do which is um give give a, a stereotypical name to um people of european descent um <laughs> when <laughs> when uh we are when you do not know their actual name um but like it's not it's not done in a way that's derogatory um it's done in a way and it's done in a way that actually does a lot for the story and in doing that something that's usually done in an almost dismissive fashion you've done it with so much sensitivity that like you did you you didn't have headphones you didn't want to be involved in this but from the moment of the leg touch you have no choice but to be involved in it and like the care for these the care and like the attention to detail you go from like the very mundane details and kind of like the repetition of um so the way it's written, like each character's basically got a stanza dedicated to them, um, which I think is a lot of care and attention on your part. Actually, you've given, you've given these two women who you don't you don't know, you from 
you've just you've essentially you've given them names um you've given each person a whole paragraph you've given yeah you've um you've thought carefully about the names you're going to give them it seems um and also yeah you will say goodbye and get off first of all saying goodbye like that's I wouldn't say goodbye. I just get <laughs> off, you know. <laughs> but like, even even like, yeah, even like the speaker saying goodbye. I say you and the speaker interchangeably, by the way. Um, the speaker saying goodbye shows a level of like care that like I'm not involved in your conversation. This is none of my goddamn business. But like, goodbye. Um, there's so much contained in that in that final greeting, and then like the thought that. Um, there's something almost like not necessarily an inspector calls yeah there is something almost an inspector calls about it in terms of like yeah like not we're all everybody is in everybody else's life and yeah you don't know the impact that you're good that you're gonna have on another person um just like they've i don't know whose phone that was oh that's yours yeah my thing my battery died that's why it vibrated. I oh, put it on silent. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I? Yeah, you don't know the impact that you're going to have on someone else's life. You don't know the impact that someone else is going to have on yours. Um, yeah, that leg touch which basically changed your day, whether you want to accept it or not. Um, that goodbye, for all you know, could have changed theirs. Um, yeah, like... It's good. It's just. It's just a good story, and yeah, the sensitivity that you use, um, that you apply in your other poems about um, more about closer bonds and close relationships, you've kind of used that same sensitivity um, in your interaction with random people, and I feel like that care is something that characterizes you as a poet, um, and it lives in it lives in your work. I think. Have you got anything to add? Anything to challenging what I've said um nah I think it was or anything you want to draw attention to that like I didn't nah, didn't pick up I, on I think it was like in terms of writing this poem I think I didn't like yesterday I was I don't like I haven't written anything um and it's weird. So, like, I've been writing um, between poetry and short stories. Um, and just, like, writing things that are kind of like, they're short stories, um, but they're not, like, long short stories. They're, like, short stories that aren't, like, are less than a page, for example. Okay, so like, like flash fiction y- sort of story. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Um, so I've been writing some of that. Um, and so when I was thinking of, of Napo, I was like, oh, that story, like that, because it happened basically. Mm. Um, like I, the speaker is me. Yeah. Um, and so like I'm, I kept thinking of that interaction um, because like Brooke, it was just like, I don't know, like I proper fault for her because like she's letting this guy back into her life and like, you just know it's gonna go badly, and it's like I didn't want to be listening to this conversation. If I bought my damn headphones, I wouldn't be listening to this conversation. Mm-hmm. But here I am now. I'm listening to this conversation, um, and it wouldn't leave me. Um, but I wrote it in a way that was more 
story like narrative and then editing it um i edited it down and like with laurie um and yourself and like feedback and stuff it was like because i was like is can this be, is this too far gone to like be edited back mm. into a poem um so yeah so that was a really interesting process because i think it i don't know i feel like a lot of the time we can write and we can not even know what space the work is meant to exist in yet is this a short story is this a series of poems like i don't know what this is yet um and then even in editing you're like discovering that so it was really cool to write in that way which also i think is like nice to have that freedom of knowing like you can write something a lot longer um more so in like how you may approach writing a short story um and also have something that can be brought to your poetry by playing with other forms you inform the form like i'm informing poetry by like dabbling and playing in other forms um which is cool like mm. if you're able to play with stuff then then it helps so like yeah that was really interesting i think for me in terms of like that poem and writing and i don't know it's weird you were talking about the sensitivity because i was mm. like i didn't realize i cared that much yeah. but like even now i'm thinking about it and like yeah i'm just like ah oh, like i just like because i don't know like you're sitting there and you're just like ah oh, babe like listen to your friends in it yeah <laughs> and like i know you're not gonna listen to your friends like mm. we know this guy's gonna be trash like but you know you're you're gonna let him back and your friends are gonna have to be the ones that are gonna sweep this up and deal with this like when when it happens mm. um but it's also like i don't know the clock on this thing and i'll i won't know like if it's not the case you know i just mm. get to see that picture of it and that snapshot um yeah so it haunted me like it was something that haunted me um yeah 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 haunted yeah because like i got off and like i don't know i felt part of me felt bad because mm. i was like should i have been like yo look brooke this guy's a pagan he's gonna <laughs> hurt you listen to your friend rebecca yeah don't waste your time with this fool all right do you understand me and like I was like was I meant to have done that is that something like as a stranger I can give that without consequence and that you know is it is helpful to the situation yeah. um, but they were also both tipsy and I was like I don't need that in my life right now um, so yeah so it was just interesting but like I got off and I felt bad like it was with me and I was like what is this I was like these are just two tipsy blonde white women that are on their way to wherever they're going like why am I so invested <laughs> just because I can hear their conversation I'm now there and I care and I feel like mm. I know them um, so yeah so it was an interesting like just situation to be in and then to write from as well um, was it was pretty cool yeah I don't know I feel like that was a lot more than I, I was anticipating mm. I think in terms of that segment um, yeah. and doing that segment Um yeah i think that goes a lot towards the respect that we have for each other's writing mm. um and like yeah you can't i don't know i guess you can't have this type of conversation unless you genuinely respect and rate the other person's work it's true. um and like yeah we can't each speak about the other's poem unless we genuinely rate the other's poem 
Um, and like, yeah, I think also partly because we know like if we didn't rate the poems that were on selection, we would have said, <laughs> I chose this poem. I like, like it's cool, but I feel like yeah. you can do better. And I feel like we both know that like, if that's the case for any of the weeks coming up where we feel like, yeah, like this poem's cool, but I feel like there's more to it. I feel like we both know um, that there's going to be the honesty as well because Absolutely. it's not by force say nice things. Like, exactly. Just be real, isn't it? Um, um, what's it? Uh, wins, wins from a friend. Can be trusted, but an but enemy, enemy multiplies, multiplies kisses. kisses. Don't know. You know. Proverbs. Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right now, um, cool. So this is like away from Napo Rimo. Um, we're just going to share... Oh, you have a hand. No, I, I was. I, I just wanted to get up and plug my phone in so it can charge. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah, off yeah, your yeah. like. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna talk. Um. So yeah, away from Napo Rimo. Um. We're just gonna like share and read a poem that we're enjoying in general, from like whenever and wherever. Um. So I was going to read an Anne Sexton poem. Um. Ooh. Which at some point it will probably find its way onto this podcast. Um. Because it's the poem's mad the poem's beautiful the poem's wavy um but i was on twitter uh and bayan retweeted uh this thing like safia el hilo el hilo Godaz, poor. Exit, yeah like incredible poet hold tight she's wavy yeah check um, her out in it at, what's her twitter at, um i think it's bayan at b-a-y-a-n b-d-g yeah um yeah uh so like bayan retweeted um safia el hilo safia el hilo i'm really sorry if i'm pronouncing the name incorrectly um yeah i'd never heard of her um and then uh i think amina Amina Jama, another an amazing poet, underscore Amina Jama on Twitter. Um, she like inboxed me and she's like, Are you going? She's gonna be in the UK. Um and I bought tickets. I bought tickets um that moment. Um and I realised this person was wavy because I was talking to Ruth and she was like, mm, I'm contemplating changing my flights to try and see this person perform. Wow. And I was like, oh, Okay, so Which Ruth was this? Because I know Sintoye. at least three. Okay. Um so yeah so that was that was yeah so i was like okay cool but this poem like i, I remember dropping it in the group chat because i was just like this is um this is mad um so the poem that i'm gonna read is called wow um also please uh my pronunciations if ever i say anyone's name or say anything um and i'm pronouncing it incorrectly um at me on twitter don't attack man in it like i'm not doing it out of spite um but yeah, let me know. Um, I am attempting at my best. But yeah, um, if you attack me, I'll block you. If you tell me, um, I will learn. I block people. I block people for making short jokes on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. I've got people blocked and I'm like, I don't even remember why I blocked you. But wow. it's probably because you made a short joke for no wow. good reason. I did like... There was a time I was like, that, that joke's just unnecessary. I don't need that on my timeline. <laughs> Block. I'm petty. Like, I'm definitely petty. Um, you are very... I'm 100% petty. Wow. I'm, and I will own it. Um, but yeah, this is called... Uh, oh, what's her at as well? Uh, so this is by Safia Alhilo. Um, her, her Twitter at is Mafia Safia, um, which is sick. Um, it's called Ars Poetica. 
um, and there's a quote uh, before the poem and the quote is autobiography practice in the enemy's language has the texture of fiction and that's a quote from Asya Jabbar Fantasia in Ohio I tell a classroom of white students a story I mean to be beautiful about my grandfather retreating in his old age to his first tongue in which there are no separate words for like and love once at a restaurant meaning I think to say I would like some tomato soup repeats to our flustered waitress I love tomato soup I love tomato soup and the white students and the white professors like my story they think I mean it to be comic the room balloons with their delight they are laughing at my grandfather and it is my fault for carving tenderness from my old life without context parading to strangers my weak translations. Now they think I am joking and lap at my every dripping word. And isn't this why I learned this language? To graduate from my thick and pungent newness, my accent and my nameless shoes, to float my hands like a conductor, redirect the laughter to a body not my own, for a moment of quiet inside my traitor's head. Um, I was absolutely 100% spun um, when I saw that poem on Twitter. I was like, what do you mean? Like, it was just, I wasn't ready. I was like, how can you, how can you behave in such a manner um, and just post this online and, and just have me spinning? Um, I think I don't, I am monolingual, um, but I think just the way, ugh, just how everything is just balanced and like I felt it and like I felt her guilt I felt her like her sh- is shame the word um but like you know she's she's done this to her grandfather like the class is now laughing at her but it's like I've presented to this to you without the context and now this is how you're taking my grandfather and this is what 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 he is in your eyes now um and I think it's just I don't know, it, it speaks to the power of when you present something um, and oftentimes, like, if you don't do all of the consideration, all of a sudden now you're without power um, and you've given it over and, like, ah, oh, right, I didn't consider that and now someone's taken it and, and what can I do now? Like, what can I do? They're already laughing. They're already here. This has already happened. Um and man um, I tried to do justice to the line breaks and stuff as well in terms of how the poem was written Um, she's coming to the UK I have tickets I can't remember the exact date Um, I will likely put it in the description your go bro yeah my go my go Um, yeah this I mean this is probably so this is probably like oh this is why we have editing you say edit one more time watch <laughs> watch me and you're gonna fight <laughs> oh you'll just edit this oh yeah you can edit this oh yeah you cool cool cool, cool. um yeah so this one uh yeah so i'm gonna like bring it all the way back um because this is a poem I mean, this I've 
I love this poem. So oh, yeah. Oh, you know the one. Oh. I've, for for the benefit of the listeners, I've opened up the, I've opened up impossible things about optimism, the Barbican Young Poets 2016 anthology. This poem is called Psalm 151 by Teresa Lola. I was born crying at the first sight of the world begging my mother to push me back in because the darkness of the womb is holier than all the light in the world. The chances of living untainted are as small as the chances of skin surviving direct contact with the sun. O God, have mercy on me for what I have become, an infinite well of excuses for why I grew distant from light. I am a staggering disciple, a Red Sea searching for Moses to grant it a new face. Call me typical human tripping on mistakes. God, do not judge me for what I have become. I signalled my fear of being conquered by the things I was created to conquer. Mm. Ask my mother for evidence. She'll tell you I cried at the first sight of the world. Mm. I could see evil trawling in the air, a cigarette log lodged between its fingers. It's tried to poison my oxygen, but I fought it off with the strength I prayed my fists into. From then I knew I was unprepared for this world of fighting darkness. But a baby's cry is seen as nothing more than lunch breaks from cuteness. No one ever realizes they are trying to communicate with God. Right. I got chills reading that, you know. Right. It's very, very mad. This here, Teresa. She's she's re she's really out here. No behavior. You know what I mean. Also, uh, what uh, I know didn't they launched a journal? Yeah. Teresa, the four, Toby, and the four hubs. Yeah. Teresa, Toby and I, I don't know the other women yeah. involved. Um, we don't know her yet. We'll find yet. out. There we go. Let's um, open up Twitter. What's it called? Is it the four hub? Isn't it? Four hubs. Is it four, four hubs? Even? Four hubs. The four hubs. The four I know hubs. Victoria um is featured in that. That's really dope. Um, so they're covering thing. They're covering poetry. They're covering screenwriting. They're covering theatre. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, I believe it's four mediums um, of of creativity that they're covering. Yeah, quite right. Um, so it's uh, who's the who's the third woman? The third woman is uh, Candice Carty Williams or Jeez. Candice Carty Williams. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Cool. Um, so yeah. Three and like I I was reading her bio and I was mm. like yeah, yeah yeah okay these these two definitely didn't come to play no. um but that's that's <laughs> also very dope but we're gonna do plugs later but yeah mm. shout out to Four Hubs um Teresa uh poetry Ugh, absolutely no behavior none whatsoever um cool what I wanna do is like cool Ooh, we're in that section right yeah so yeah. like i'm like really low-key very blown away just by everyone's engagement with like napa oh and all of that kind of stuff and i was just like i never expected it um i didn't yeah i didn't expect it but i think like so many people um i've just seen posting poems um and putting poems up so big up yourselves uh mm. thank you for adding us thank you for 
um, everyone who's like using the prompts and being like, yo, I wrote this in response to such and such prompt. Um, also, Sugar and Dread gave out like, yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah. Also, thank you to people engaging on a private tip as well. Um, yeah. Not everything needs to be, not everything needs to be made public. Um, yeah. You know, because every, like a lot of the time when I do gigs, um, I always shout out Naparimo as a thing that people should do, whether you consider yourself a person yeah. or not. Um, yeah. And I think that's like the dope thing. It's like just also, yeah, so like knowing that people are doing it as well. Um, and like, yeah, knowing that people or like, like, oh, cool. So like, I see you favoriting this tweet. Um, I know that you said you were doing Naparimo. So I like, mm. it's that kind of, yeah, that engagement and stuff is, is really, really dope. Um, just to support as well. Yeah, it's just really cool to see. Um, and yeah, uh, there are some poems. Uh, okay, so Laurie Ogden. Um, oh, she's. <sighs> well, I I have two poems this, that I want to read. Oh one is by Laurie. One is by Tolly. Um, mm. We're gonna start with Laurie Ogden. Um, Laurie Ogden is. She's like. She's dangerous. She's dangerous. So my friend, um, so like my friend Christian, I I don't know if anyone played the game Fall Down um, <laughs> when they had it on their phones. Um, so I like, there was a game called Fall Down or I think it was Fall Down and like I got the game and like, so usually Christian, he's just a waste man, but like any game that you get, like he, he was just always better. Like no matter what it was, like I'd play him and he was better than me at the game like it was just annoying so i got full down and i was like okay cool like i got good at this game i was like i boom yeah i had it for like a few weeks and i was like yeah, yeah, yeah i've got this now so i had a high score i gave it to him he played it the first time he couldn't get the high score i left him with the game at church this guy by the end of church okay and this was like i was it was was so rude um but like by the end of church like he downloaded it onto his own phone and he'd got a better high score than me already. And I was like, bruv, like, what What do you even... I, I asked you over here to come and play. And now you're playing. I don't even want to play this game anymore. I don't even want to play. Um, and, yeah, that's what that's what Laurie... Um, that's how she makes me feel. Because I'm just like, you're amazing. Um, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, just, just uh, need to make sure we drop our poems before before Laurie does. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not even that. You just have to just like. No, what's what's the Kanye lyric? Um, I don't even know. Bow in the presence of greatness. Literally. Um, cool. Which one do I want to read? Has she, has she dropped um, number three yet? She hasn't dropped number three yet, has she? No, no, no. Okay. I for is it two pages long? Um, cool do you want to read it or am I because I don't want to read oh which which one For, uh, fairy tale for introverted extroverts oh I love that one I love that one yeah that was sick yeah that was lit still okay I'll read that one I want to read that one okay cool okay <laughs> Naparimo day two fairy tale for introverted extroverts I hate being an introverted extrovert I, start, I will start a conversation out of excitement, get drained 30 seconds in and do everything in my power to end it, lol. At Petty Black Boy. <clears throat> the moment your tongue starts flailing, struggling to keep afloat amongst the incoming tide of the rest of this story is probably shit like 
Tiny gnomes in life jackets parcel up the unsaid words bobbing at the back of your mouth. Wrap them up in towels and carry them away. After years of practicing, they never let a word sink. Despite the rising waves of spit, the looming iceberg teeth and lips closing like a fast-forward night, the rescue mission has to happen slowly. Nobody can notice that the speaker did not get to the end of the tale. The words have to drip into invisible the same way the speaker does. This way, the gnomes can scale, unseen, the corners of the would-be speaker's mouth whilst the louder people clink pint glasses and laugh all evening. After, the gnomes go back into a sort of hole in the ground. The inside of the hole looks like your elderly neighbour's living room. All the patchwork but none of their royal memorabilia. In the evening, the packages of your would-be words are kept in front of a tea-light fire to dry them off, then unwrapped at dinner parties or as bedtime stories. Some gnomes return to the same mouth over and over again in the hope that one day they will hear the whole story in full, the difference between hearing an album at home or at a live gig right from the cheek speakers. I don't have a brave tongue, but I like to hope. Yeah would be words finding a home a gnome home <laughs> watching you read that was also very 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 humorous um <laughs> you finding your gnome home at the end um yeah i yeah like yeah i proper i i really enjoy just the creativity um and just the way it's an absurd world and i'm completely there and i'm completely believing in it and i didn't mm. question it um at all um i just think that's yeah i think it's really amazing um another poem that like blew me away i saw this today uh tolu agbalusi uh yeah this poem mad um yeah so it's in response Naparaimo, this is even today. Naparaimo Day 3 is inspired by this thread and the sexist fool who thought he could troll me last week. Poem in next tweet. I can't stick to one prompt giver. Hashtag at least I'm writing. Amen. We're very thankful that you're writing, Tolu. Um, yeah. Uh, and the tweet that she said inspired it reads... Good morning, beautiful people of God, Expect, except for the entitled Ibo men that think of women as properties to be subdued and possessed even against their will. There is a special place in hell for your kind thread. Um, that is by at Tos the baby, um, T-O-S-D baby. Um, yeah, so, or if you follow, if you follow um, Tolu or find Tolu, um, Tolu, T-O-L-U-A-G-B-E-L-U-S-I, on Twitter, you can find that thread and go through it um, for yourself. Like all his brothers and sons, uncle is arrogantly entitled. They grab at your wrists like the last finger of planting on the market stall. Balk when you snatch yourself back, scold your audacity. Didn't I say come here? You should be glad I'm even dashing your attention. He resembles your grandfather's young brother. You believed at one time that good manners reigned in his day, but men like him insist on interrupting your hope that men in your country once knew how to respect women. No matter how fast you walk, his car is stuck to your heel, his voice to your shadow. A meander through the market doesn't lose him. He installs his body as the door of the shop you would have called refuge. 
Leave me. I'm not interested. I don't want you, kidnapper. Nothing you scream works. The crowd begs him to let you go. Some woman plead with you to surrender. He will not be moved. Insist you are his for the taking. Explains why your inflexibility is disrespectful. Pacing and praying. You cannot leave. You cannot risk him following you home, grabbing a part of you that can't be snatched back. You sit on the shop floor, bawling louder as you remember the story you read. A girl was murdered in South Africa last week for refusing a man's advances. Yeah. Totally, man. Um, yeah. Look at the strength. Look at the strength. Um, Power. Just so wavy. Um, I think just so... I think also what I really appreciate, or I really think is, is special about that poem, um, is just the layers um, of engagement. So she's engaging with the tweet, she's engaging with her experience, she's engaging um, with also the end of context of South Africa. There's, there's just so many layers. Um, and I think, um, yeah, when you're talking about... Um, men and the treatment of women and how you know i'm that possessiveness and that there's so many layers for it to be engaged on it's not you know this isn't if you're talking about you know in that situation you're talking about Igbo men um if you start there the context doesn't end there like there's it's not just you you, you start that discussion there you're not just going to end there there's there's so many um yeah, there's just so many places um, that that yeah that that behavior that mentality um, exists at different level, and and I think the way that she puts all of that into the poem, um, so you don't have to be like there's no escape, there's no sort of like oh this is a poem at Ibo men, so I feel like I'm cool, like I feel like it doesn't like you can feel it um, as a poem about men who feel entitled to women. Um, and and it's very it's very it's it's really strong and it's also that um the the as much as you feel that as well the the women and the women are at the center of the poem as well Absolutely. Um, and they're the ones that you care about the ma the man or the men is present here but like the center of this poem is definitely the women and the women and 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 that's yeah that's it's just really dope mm -hmm. um it's just really dope and feels really important as well um yeah yeah just like entitlement and misogyny is a thing that spans generations and spans like cultures mm. and it's something that like yeah like mandem we gotta own up to it and like come correct um because yeah like it's it's very very deep and the f and yeah, pe people also, I mean, also like a lot of the discussion, um, a lot of the discussion can be perceived to be like overreactive or repetitive, but like, you're like serious, serious things are still going down. Like, yeah, it happens, yeah. isn't it? And exactly. I think it's very easy if you, if you don't have or exist or live in that experience, um, Aka, if you're a man, it can be very easy to be like, "Oh, this is, I don't see this, so it doesn't yeah. happen." And so, but you know, that's lazy, mm -hmm. um, more than anything else, to 
and it's it's also dangerous like just because you don't experience something doesn't mean that it's not true and it doesn't mean that it's happening uh, I think also as well we feel like if we aren't aware of something happening then it can't be happening on that bigger scale um, yeah. which also isn't a valid thing to say as well um, so yeah um, also like things can be happening and you just, you're just not checking for it and then all of a sudden you start checking for it and you're like rah yeah, it was happening this whole time. I just wasn't sensitive to it because I I had no uh, incentive to be, um, yeah. or you chose not to be. Um, so yeah, so that's that's the, yeah, it's it's important. Um, did you have any like other people's Napa poems that you've seen that you maybe wanted to share? Well, um, um, I mean, you don't have to because I know like Laurie's was also on your list. I mean, um, yeah, I feel like I feel like it's worth sharing another one because Laurie's was on my list actually. Cool. Let's not let's not turn it into a into a love fest between between two smaller uh, group of people. Um, I want to go with. I was gonna say Gabriel Jones. I'm not sure how far outside of <laughs> the circle that his is. His one, ah, oh, his one, ah, oh, yeah. yeah, his was really dope this week. This I thing. was like, and I haven't seen his writing for a while. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, so like I'd forgotten like how much I really enjoy his work. Um, Just to remind you as well. This is the same Don that did the theme. That, yeah, that did the yeah, theme song yeah, yeah. Theme song, so like, Man said, let's not let's not make it, you know, incestuous. And, and, and then, then he did the guy. <laughs> <laughs> It did our theme tune. My gosh, um, good well, poetry is good I poetry, tried, isn't it? Exactly. It is exactly. what it is. You know. Um, this is, is it, which day is this? Is this day one? Yeah, day one. Um, heavy togs for winter. My mind is the unexpected start of hail slapping against our plastic roofed porch, making cats and small children jump, and me obsessing each day over what has the best muffling properties. A duvet still in use at 3 p.m. Or drugs. Or 10 minutes on the running machine. Set A of the Fierce 5 program. 15 minutes of child's pose and breathe. Panting, I kneel on the blue gym mat. Nestle forehead into the woven fabrics. A bellows filling and releasing cloudless sky, unassuming and necessary. Yeah, no, I yeah, man, yeah. You guys mm. are, are are very incredible writers. There's yeah. a lot of dope people, and um, there's people that are doing Napa publicly, privately. Um, yeah, um, fight the good fight. Shall we just keep going? Shall we just like list because there's we we could be sitting here and reading um, poems for however we long, could yeah I discover them themselves yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah there's a there's loads of people um posting their stuff online um i feel like i'm gonna forget people uh let me i, I have the sugar dread um account timer. open yeah i've got it here Go um, for yeah okay so in no particular order um yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna mash up surnames i'm really really sorry um itu uh itu is at itu I-T-U-M-O-L-E-F-E um, He's he's doing Naparaimo uh, Poet, photographer, videographer Check him out um, Miss Jemmy Day At Rihanna Ria um, There's uh, There's Anna Khan 
at Anna Carla Khan. Um, there's Troy Kabida, Laurie Ogden, um, Sarah Lasoye um, at Sarah F O V E A. At Ogden Laurie is Laurie Ogden. Oh, cool. thing. Yeah. Troy, um, I'm assuming Troy's. Yeah, is Troy is, yeah, at Troy Kabida. Kabida is spelled Troy as in the city, Kabida, C A B I D A. Um, Gabriel P. Jones um, is his handle. Um, there's Zahara Sheikh um, at Z A H R A H. Sheikh is spelt S H E I K H, as in teacher, not shook. Um, let's see, there's Christy Koo um, at Kuka Doodles. There is, um, who else? There's Bear, like, yeah, obviously we've mentioned Tolu and Belusi. We've, there's also like us as individuals. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like Nemo is doing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Is doing it as well. I um, can't find her at though. At, her at is at Nemo. At, her at is at Nemo. Her at is A, A underscore N-E-I-M-O. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Tommy, Tommy uh, is doing it at, uh, Oye Makinde. What? O-Y-E. M A K I N D E T. Uh, he is also doing Naparaimo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bayan Godazpo as well. Yeah, Bayan's doing, doing it low key. Yeah. Tisha is doing Naparaimo. T I C E S I C I N writes. Um, bear people, bear yeah, people. Man. If we forgot you, I beg you. Holler at us. Uh, yeah, but like, come correct in it. Like, yeah, exactly. like, don't, don't be like, hey, you didn't mention me. Like, like, chill. Yeah. Right. Oxman about me. You know, yeah, no, you no. I, I also feel like there's people um that came and have like added me and been like, Yeah, I'm doing it. I see you. Um where it's not personal. It's just we're now looking for Twitter <laughs> um, and we can't we can't find everybody. Yeah. Um but yeah, we did it like a super cool. Um so yeah, so keep keep writing, keep adding us. Um cool. Mm-hmm. Let's play. Um, so when this drops, this will drop on Friday. Hopefully Friday morning. You will have missed me performing. Um, myself and Troy Kabida will be performing at um, uh, the SNK uh, Homegrown. Bring me in, yeah. SNK projects. Bring me in mm-hmm. um, as part of the Battersea Arts Centre Homegrown Festival yeah. um, on the fifth of April. Um, you will have just missed that. Um, but and Anita Barton Williams is on the panel for that, yeah. and her night, Honoir is also a part of the Battersea Art Centre um, Homegrown Festival. Um, Honoir uh, is a lit, a lit, 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 lit night. The yeah, so it's this evening. Uh, I think it's nine p.m. Wild. Um, this evening, as in Tuesday. So by the no, so no, no. This evening, as in Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So when okay. this drops, it will be like it will be this evening. So if you listen to this as it comes out, um, Friday today, mm. um, yeah, uh, Honor will be on at the Battersea Arts Centre. Um, in terms of features, we've got Teresa Lola, uh-uh. whose work we read earlier in the yeah. show. Uh, Sharifa Energy, uh, Coco Brown, who is just an absolute babe um, and and really super, super talented. Um, Belinda Jawi is also Mm. featured. This man, you know, they don't come to play, innit? Um, So, yeah. So, if you're looking for a night, something to do with your Friday night, um, Mm. 
that's good. Yeah. You go in it. Yeah. You provide with the plug. Um, cool. Yeah. And also follow them in it at H E A U X Noir N O I R E. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Are this are they still doing the crowdfunder in it? Yes, they're yeah. still doing their crowdfunder. Yeah. They. Um. If you check their um Twitter feed, if you check our Twitter feed in as well, because we'll be retweeting. I think we'll be putting a link when we upload this as well. Um, they're doing a crowdfunder because like this is a platform for black and brown women. Sweet. Uh prompts for next week. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh so we will be offering uh prompts uh to get you through to our next podcast. Mm. Uh so we've yeah, we'll yeah, so we'll be we'll read them out. We'll still be posting them day by day um on from well, I'll be posting them day by day uh, at Sugar J Poet. Um, still be giving you prompts and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but for for so for today, Friday's prompt, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll go, we'll go all the way through. Um, yeah. So yeah, so the prompt for today is stars, space, the sky, the sun, things above us are a rich resource for metaphor and imagery. Flip it. Write a poem, but the pavement is your galaxy. The gutter is your sky. That's very deep. That's one prompt. Um, another prompt quote from Antonia King. I have bags under my eyes right now. And if you look carefully at them, you can see the white women who put them there this week. Tired. Pick a part of your body. Zoom in. Write about what you see there. With thanks to Rachel Long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, the final, the final prompt is a gogaiushi ku. Uh, so a gogaiushi ku is uh, five lines, and and then five lines and a haiku mm. um, is basically the form of a gogaiushi ku. Five lines and a haiku. What is a haiku for? A haiku is a three-line poem, five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables with a turn usually on in the middle line um and a reference it's usually referencing nature of mm. some sort uh if but, you're sticking to traditional haikus yeah, but them things aren't by force in it because yeah yeah, yeah look That's at cool. you trash student um, trash, why are you like this i am the way that i am um look. and this is how we'll be productive and get well, good quality stuff out is to it people. Not, where, where's, 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 where's the unproductivity come from? Huh? Are you telling me that I've not been producing good quality no, material? No, I'm saying okay. that if mm-hmm. there's not yeah structure and fore planning, of course there's the structure and fore planning. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm saying. Fore planning. Yeah, fore planning. Fore planning. For yeah. Four, look at the four. look at the pitch of your voice. The lack of <laughs> bass in it. You're not speaking with your whole chest. Oh, you know uh, why? Look. Wow. Look, okay. Look at you. Um, this is our first podcast. Yo, um, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, man. This is it. We will be back next week, Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Um, yeah. Please uh, email any of your responses to prompts. Yeah. Um, yeah, engage with us. Um, mm-hmm. If you have any questions, if there's anything that we talked about on the show uh, that you want to 
uh, challenge, query, ask about, respond uh, to. Respond to um, yeah, email us, at us. Uh, yeah, uh, do all of that good stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, questions, anything, uh, contact us, get at us. Uh, mm-hmm. Our email is sugar and dread. Uh, sugar spelled sugar and spelled and dread spelled d-r-e-a-d mm-hmm. at gmail.com sugar and dread at gmail.com yeah. our twitter is at sugar underscore dread remember the and, underscore fam. yeah sugar underscore dread and yeah. uh, our blog is sugar and dread dot wordpress dot com sugar and dread dot wordpress dot com um, I on twitter am at sugar j poet and I am at Gabriel Akama on Twitter, A-K-A-M-O. Dunno, dunno, dunno. Um, yeah, we are the Sugar and Dread podcast. I've been Sugar. I have been Dread. Um, yeah, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Stay blessed and productive. It's not by force be productive, you know. Sometimes just lounge no. about and do nothing. And who's who's who, who? Is that not is that not productivity? Productivity. No. You're generating peace and joy in yourself. Okay. You know what I mean. Look at the look at the colors. The saves. Of course. The saves. Look at them. Fine, fine babes. Wait, 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 wait. I can edit this out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stop recording. Okay. <laughs>